0: morning, good morning. If it's Thursday, it's time for prayer. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. All right, so I'm just trying to turn off all of my notifications and huge thank you to everybody who is watching from multiple channels. And um, I'm just glad you're here. Today, the the topic we're going to talk about, um, the theme is titles or altars. And I'm going to be coming in from 1 King 13. So if you have your Bible, you can look it up. If you don't, I'm going to share my screen anyway, but this is going to be a quick teaching on something that was shared, actually was shared a couple of days ago um, from another amazing, powerful woman of God. I'm biased in many ways. She's amazing. Her name is Karen Lathers, and I'm giving her a shout out. She's also my sister in law So, So before we go any further, I just want to thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come before your people again in video and in audio live and in replay and just share um share your word and and lord i pray that they will see you and and not me and be lifted and encouraged um to walk this walk this life amen so so y'all what happened was um we were actually having a conversation and it came came up around the scripture of First king 13 and like i said i'm going to share my screen but Something I put in the intro when I was pushing this thing out. And by the way, if you if you if you could please just like the video because that helps. Uh, it's a free way to support the channel. It helps us get the word out to a lot more people. But I uh, talked about um, the reason that we're studying uh, First Kings thirteen. It's a story about a young prophet. He was misled by an older prophet, um, and this really touched in a, a lot of different areas. But specifically, what I want to talk about is titles. And in this in this case, it's a, the title of a prophet, and I'm going to try to relate this to um, to just you and you know, maybe you're not a prophet, but you're a supervisor, you're a VP, you're a CEO your mother, your a missus, you know, those are also titles, but there are ways that those very titles can become altars that we worship on and we expect people to bow down to us because we carry these titles. So I'm going to be speaking into that today. Uh the story really in, it it really shows how um revenge kind of took in and how jealousy took over and how the younger prophet really let the the older the the, the older prophet his title undermine his specific divine instructions that ultimately did cost him his life. And there are a lot of us today that are um, not being obedient to what we've been asked to do or called to do because we are uh, listening to or being distracted by other folks who have titles, right? So this is this is what this is. So there's a difference between being um, you know following what the Lord gives you as an instruction, and then there's a different and then then, you know, having somebody else with a different title <laughs> come in and totally distract what you're supposed to be doing. So. All right. So I'm going to share my screen because I want to make sure this is this is, this is all Bible based. and We're learning together. So I'm in First Kings 13. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I encourage you to go back. I'm going to pull out some of the things just just so that you can understand the story. Go back and read the full story it starts out. Um, um, and behold, a man of God came out of Judah by the word of the Lord of Bethel. Um, a Jer- Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make offerings. An altar is, you know, you probably see in my Google, and I was like, how do I explain what an altar is? It's, it's basically a place where there's a communication um, between heaven and you, <laughs> is the best way I can put it, right? So that's an, that's an altar. In church, you know, you may be asked to, Um, You know how the pastors or pastors will say, you know, come on down to the altar to pray. It's because that place has reverence. That place is where you in the flesh, you are meeting with with the Lord and you're presenting your prayers at the altar. And and that's why it's so significant. So a title is also an altar. It's kind of a, a, a gateway. It's how you connect. So a prophet connects to the word of God and that's an altar. Right. All right, so I'm just kind of break it down that way. So, um, so in verse two, it talks about the man cried against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, "O altar, altar, that says the Lord." And it talks about Josiah; he will he shall sacrifice you on it, and the priests will make offerings on you, and so forth. And then he shared that this is the sign of the Lord. So, it's obviously, then the king and I'm going to paraphrase so we can get through it. And obviously, when the king heard the, the man of God saying this you know, he uh, he was upset. So he stretched out his hand in verse four and said, seize him. And his hand, when this is a king, when he stretched out against him, dried up so that he could not draw it back into himself. So of course the altar was torn down. <laughs> the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign that the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. So it's not just Um, a man just saying something this was uh, this was a revelation from the word. this was specific from the word so uh, so now the king is asking for favor and he obviously wants his hand to be restored and um, and the king says to the man of God come home and refresh yourself with me refresh yourself and I'll give you a reward and it turns out that this is the younger prophet that is acting this is who's acting in this part of a part of the chapter so now, you know, the, this man of God is said, saying to the king, you know, he has divine instructions. If you, if you give me half your house, I will not go in with you. Like, I'm not going in at all. I won't eat with you. I'm not drinking water because it was commanded by the word of the Lord. So he has specific divine instructions that he, he cannot do such a thing. So he went the other way. He didn't go back that way and he kind of kept on his journey. So let's pause for a second. So here you have a man of God. He was given specific instructions, right? He he, uh, it was it was backed up by the war, backed up by the Lord. The Lord demonstrated His power through him, so it's real, right? And, he, and he's following his divine instructions that he was given. Don't go, you know, don't go back into the house. Don't accept anything. Stay focused on your journey. And a lot of you have been given divine instructions on things you're supposed to be doing. follow, follow those instructions. So now is here's where it gets a little bit crazy. <laughs> and I love I love this lesson. So the prophet's disobedience, and this is the ESV version. If you're following along, so now an old prophet lived in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all that the man of God had done. Now I want you to I want you to watch this because it didn't say that the Lord, the word of the Lord, an angel came. It wasn't divine revelation. It was gossip. So, his sons came and told him all that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. They couldn't even wait. <laughs> they also told to their fathers the word he'd spoken to the king. This is what he said. So, the father, who's the elder prophet, right? Now we're talking about altars, right? And the father said, Which way did he go? He needs to know where this man is, right? Who does he think he is, right? And his sons showed him the way to the man. So they knew where this 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 younger prophet was, where he had where he gone. And and the older prophet says to the son, Saddle the donkey for me. So they're they're on it, right? Um, and I, I highlighted donkey because donkeys and, and lions, they actually have um, a, a specific spiritual reference. A donkeys usually uh used Uh, for strength and courage. Right. But I've, I've I've, I've highlighted it for myself because I knew what the word was (laughs) telling me. So they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it and he went after the man of God and found him sitting. So he, he chased after this younger prophet. Right. And he's questioning him. Are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he's, and the younger prophet says, I am. And then he says to him, come home with me and eat bread. And the younger prophet says, I may not return with you or go in with you. Neither will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place before it was sent to me, said to me by the word of the Lord. Now he's repeating, like, these are my divine instructions. Like I can't do that. Right? So the older prophet pulls rank and says, I also am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord, which we knew was a lie. Right? the angel didn't speak to him his sons brought some gossip and told him where the younger prophet was and and this is happening right now there's a lot of folks especially in the women ministry and again ministry could be you're ministering to one person you're ministering to a thousand, right but there are a lot of a lot of people who have been who have been um called by the lord and when i say called i don't mean anointed in church or by church i mean anointed by god that's different because the church can anoint you and give you a title but if if the holy spirit wasn't involved it's just a title and it's a title that you will end up dying on because you're not connected to anything that is divine so that's also a warning but here you have a situation where the younger prophet knew that the lord gave him instructions but because an older prophet, because someone who had 30 years experience on the job came in and said, do it this way. And you knew that was the wrong thing to do. And you did it that way. And things fell apart and you wonder why they fall apart. Right? That's just an example of how you take it into the, take it into the workplace. So, the, you know, as you go further down, you, you know, you see that the younger prophet actually followed through and he went to the man's house and he was struck down. And the Lord said, you know, because you disobeyed, you didn't keep the commandment. You know, your body shall not come home to the team of your fathers, right? So, so that you know kind of ended the lesson. Um, there's also a lot more prof- uh, a lot more prophetic things in here, but I wanted to share this, and I'm so grateful. Um, I'm so grateful that Karen shared this lesson with me yesterday. And as we're talking about how titles can become altars, like titles, the way that we want, we expect people to reverence us based on a title and some of these titles some of these titles are titles people are making up but if you expect people if you're if you're responding in revenge so on the job if you're if you're treating people like they're beneath you because you're a supervisor that's an altar that you've built and that's only going to end up burning you if you're if you're talking down to people because you're a CEO if you're you know if you're doing these things if you're setting up these altar where You're literally just worshiping the title that comes to you, right? Eventually that's going to take you down. So this lesson about, you know, listening, if God gives you an assignment, I don't care if you, if he called you yesterday (laughs) and he said, you go forth, and he didn't give that, he's giving it to you. He's not giving it to the person who's been at it for 30, 40 years. He's giving it to you. You need to be obedient in what he called you to do. If you have, if you have any situation, look, if anyone, anyone, and I I get I, you know, I don't get this challenge much anymore because I think people recognize, right? But if someone says, you know, how long have you been, you know, ministering? I'm not, I don't consider myself <laughs> ministering. I just consider myself sharing what's what God puts on my heart and I'm just being obedient and I'm telling you what he says. But I'm not anointed by a church, nor do I do I need to be. I wasn't called by a church, I was called by God. There's a difference. There's a difference. Titles mean nothing to me if you if you don't have a the the demonstrated power of the Holy Spirit in your life. It means nothing. You could be you could call yourself whatever you want and a lot of people are, but they end up hurting others who come along, who carry even greater anointing than themselves. And if you're one of those who've been asked to do some things, to be encouraging, to give hope, to use your gifts, to, you know, put a smile on somebody's face, to pray for your coworkers, pray for your enemies, pray for your friends, right? Don't let other people who've been around who have, have produced zero fruit. Don't let other people come around and, and convince you not to do that. If you're that person in your family who's expected to, to work with the Lord to break these chains and things in your family and, you know, break off some of these um perpetual uh, curses in your lives don't let other people who've been around for 20 30 years who have zero have zero fruit convince you otherwise do what the lord tells you to do be obedient to him don't worry about these people <laughs> okay so that is that is today's lesson titles or authors I, you know i just wanted to i share as i'm learning i'm sharing it with you i hope that this blesses you and we're just gonna close it prayer lord we just thank you for all these amazing lessons that you provided in your word and we thank you lord for what you call us lord as always i want to respond to the name that you call me i want to be the person that you created i want to walk in that purpose regardless of what anyone else with any title will say lord we just want to be obedient to your call fine tune our ears so that we can hear you even in the midst of situations where others with larger titles might tell us otherwise. Because at the end of the day, Lord, we just want to serve you and all of these things will be added onto us. We thank you, Lord. I pray for everyone who stands in need of anything today, that you will bless their heart, Lord God, and and provide for them as as only you know what they need. We thank you for this broadcast. We pray over everyone who's listening live or replay wherever they are in this world. And we just continue to lift up your name. Amen. All right, y'all. I am here every Thursday on this same back channel from wherever you're watching on Parade Deck Live, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you are. (laughs) Um, And I'm just grateful for all of you. So have a great rest of the week.